Hello, good morning or good day. Welcome to Turning Point with Femi Emmanuel. Welcome also to Tuesday, the fifth day in March 2019. Five is God's number for grace. So let's call upon the God of grace to graciously bless us today. Open your hand and heart to receive what God has sent me to deliver. Be saying, Amen, I receive it. May the grace of God, which surpasses all human understandings, be poured on you always. Where you are being considered for help and assistance, may God's grace speak on your behalf there. And where you are being accused or criticized unjustly, may God's grace defend you there. Grace overlooks our mistakes and shortcomings, goes ahead to bless us all the same. That is what I ask God for you today. May God, through his grace, forgive your sins, overlook your past shortcomings, and turn your mistakes into miracles. May he turn your omissions into your new missions and cause you to thrive beyond your qualifications. You will not drag on in life anymore. Rather, you will soar like an eagle. There are two forces on earth, negative and positive. Everyone experiencing the negatives, I want to pray for you, such as negative returns, negative profits, minuses, reductions, shortages, poor marks, poor sales, poor health, crises, oppositions, resistances, restrictions, delays, and deniers, unfulfilled promises, disappointment, frustrations, no job, no help, no marriage, no baby, downward trend, discouragement, and so on. Anything negative in you or around you, I'm sure you desire a change. Now tell God where you need that change in your life and things. Say it in form of prayers. I always want to get you involved. Say something for God to hear. Say something like, oh Lord my God, I need a change in my this and this and this and that. Say it quietly, but persistently. Tell God your pains and challenges, asking for a change as I get ready to pray for you on them. Now, let me pray. May the change you desire be granted. I prophesy change on all the areas you have mentioned. The supernatural power of God will break that yoke and bring your change. May that change begins now. I say, may the change you desire starts now in Jesus' name. And everyone experiencing the positives, your life is happy, your things are adding up, positive result, good sales, money coming in, anointing growing, good health, happy marriage, growing children, help and assistance here and there, breakthroughs of all sorts. You also need more prayers. Open your hands, I prophesy, receive much more daily increase in the name of Jesus. It become better and bigger result on all areas in Jesus' name. You will never know a downward movement again in life. God will do exceeding abundantly above all that you ever ask or think. I pronounce forward ever, backward never. Say amen. Today's birthday celebrance is your turn for prayers. God will celebrate you. By this time next year, when you are marking your birthday, God will have taken you several steps ahead where you are now, in Jesus' name. Happy birthday from all of us to all of you. Now, welcome to the second day of teachings, learning, counseling, and prayers through the questions and situations that listeners are sending in. We shall be on this for two weeks. Send yours, if you have any. Resend the ones you sent before that we have not been able to treat or we have not treated it to your satisfaction. First one today, good morning, sir. Please explain John chapter 9, verse 36 to me, and why those who see shall be blind, not the other way around. Wow, 
Jesus Christ's teachings were full of parables and metaphors. His statement here of, I came so that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind was a metaphor. What he meant is this, those who do not see are those who accept their fault, their mistakes, and genuinely desire a change. They are humble and sincere. They believe him. Those who see that we become blind are the Pharisees and the Sadducees, so to say. Those who claim they know and are righteous in their own sight and will not accept the truth that he brought and he represents. He was speaking metaphorically there. Next, God bless you, Daddy. My husband was abducted by unknown government four years ago. Ransoms was paid, but he was not released. I visited his village only to be attacked and accused by my in-laws of having a hand in his disappearance. Police investigation concluded him as a missing person. Our union was blessed with three children, and because of my in-laws' behavior, I have to return back to my parents and friends who have been supporting us. Daddy, suitors are coming for me, and my people think I should remarry and move on. Please, Daddy, advise me. Wow, my heart is pained hearing your story today. Our people said, my loved one is dead, is better understood than is missing. There is always hope that a missing person will return home one day. Our primitive or traditional approach to marriage union is always worrisome. If your story is true, and I think it is, your in-laws are supposed to empathize with you, assist and support you, and also the children who are theirs anyway. But our tradition, which when it comes to the demise of the husband, always suspect the woman and treat her as an outcast. Your case is also more difficult because you do not have financial independence. As I see it, your missing husband was the breadwinner and now that it's not available, your world has fallen apart financially. That's why I counsel all the time that women should have financial means beside what their husbands provide. I hope other women are listening. This woman did not pray for this, but it happened. In life, anything may happen. Having said all that, I don't think remarrying should be your priority now, except for your lack of financial sustenance. What are you going to do with your three children? Will the person marrying you agree to take care of them as his own children? What if it turns out not to be so, as, not to be as nice as he's promising you now, after having children for him also, which is a possibility? Your case is very challenging. I would rather ask that you get a means of livelihood, take good care of yourself and your children, but keep yourself pure before God. Move closer to him, he will see you through. If you are going to remarry at all, assuming your husband is found to be late at the end of the day, God will sort you out. Please have patience. Next question. Good morning, sir. I've been asking my company to pay my outstanding salary. They promised adding it to my salary, but when I received the salary, I did not see it added. Sir, what will be the solution on this matter? It is urgent, sir. Wow, to me it is simple. Go to the administration with proofs of payment of your salary that does not contain or include the areas they promised, or write an official letter 
to the appropriate officer. I think it is easy to trash out. Official documents do not lie. Next, as a worker in a particular church, if you go and worship in another church because of distance or financial situation, is your worship not acceptable to God? Wow, why would your, will your worship not be acceptable to God? God is not particularly domicile in any church. It is your personal relationship with God that matters the most. However, every Christian should have a local church where you belong, where you join for spiritual growth, and you also join hand for the task of soul winning and other responsibilities. We must also be under the authority of a local church as required by God through his word. You cannot just be visiting local churches and not belonging to any. That would be wrong and unbiblical. You spoke of financial situation, except you are a much younger person, a student or so, with no earning capacity. Every adult should have a means of livelihood, as I regularly teach on wealth creation. Not having transport fare to church should not be one of your problems. Listeners, that's how far we can go today. I can see many more questions and situations pouring in. By the grace of God, we will treat them one after the other. Let us be learning and applying the ones we are treating now. Day five of the month, have you given God his own portion on your latest income? If you are a monthly tighter, sacrificial battle and partnership commitment CSOA, do so as soon as you receive your pay or as soon as you calculate the business outfit profit. Also tight on your church and ministry to a higher anointing. That way, you set in motion supernatural financial increase and also shield yourself and your outfit away from devourers. Use the commission's paper, GTB, or the Zenith Bank account already with you. If by God's grace, this commission is the God's storehouse for you and the fertile soil on which you tithe and sow your seed, use the commission's paper, GTB, or Zenith Bank account already with you, as I have said. May God Almighty keep lifting you. May the grace of God be sufficient for you. May doors you are knocking open. May the ones that have opened, open wider. May God send angels in form of men to rally around you. You are not coming down, you are only going up. More and more, never less and less. God sent me to be a blessing to you. Heaven will not rest until you are truly blessed and fulfilled. I'm Femi Emmanuel. I love you. Have a fantastic day.